Praise the Lord. Good morning and welcome to another episode of Noble View. I am a goldie. Um, today I want. I'm going to be talking about something that you know was strongly laid in my spirit. It's kind of like about enjoying a season of suffering okay i'm going to call it a season of suffering and settlement okay so you have to listen to understand what it's about but firstly let us pray father in the name of our lord jesus christ we thank you thank you for today we thank you uh for a new month since second of the month we bless your name oh god we give you all the praise father lord our god this word will bless lives in the name of Jesus. This words that you speak through me, it will get to the people that should hear it. It will encourage, it will, it will strengthen in the name of Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, uh, the song you can hear in the background most of you should know it is oceans by hillsong it's a very beautiful song i do not have rights to the song but i like it (laughs) praise god okay so you know as i studied today you know as i studied the scripture some thoughts came into my spirit and of course that's what i do on this podcast i just share some spirit inspired thoughts and i pray it blesses even if it's one person then the aim of this podcast has been achieved hallelujah so i was um just thinking because i was having a conversation with someone and the person said some things to me and i was just thinking how maybe not maybe how when we are in some seasons you know some people can make it look like we don't know what we're going through now when i say seasons of suffering it might not really be suffering like hardship but then for some people that is what it is they have to go through like a rigorous process but for some people it's just really a season of waiting waiting on the promise of god you know a promise delayed like can make the heart sick right so for some people that's what it is they're just really waiting on god like you promised me this thing what's up right it could be that but for some people it's a rigorous rigorous process of hardship and endurance and so many things so i was speaking with someone and it occurred to me that what this person is saying this person does not even understand the season that they are in because you know it was about okay what people are saying and all that i'm in my skin and then god just began to talk to me like this thing you're going is going through is for a reason it's for it is is for a reason and the reason is not to punish you it's not because you did something sometimes it's a training sometimes it is a test i don't think we hear this in churches anymore now because you know everybody wants to tell you that your fire miracles are coming and to pray you know intensively to bring your prayer but there is this in the in the life of every christian there is a season of testing 
even jesus went to the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights and he prayed and he was tested of the devil what makes you think that your own faith will not be tested you say you believe in god okay good you say you love god wonderful but you are going to be tested that test that trust you say you have in god will be tested so don't see like um especially in this part of the world it's always like oh ancestral curse my village people blah 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 no that's not the gospel go through the gospel i don't mean the the old testament i mean even in the new testament okay i'm going to read the scripture to you it's from first peter 5 first peter 5 but i'm i'm not going to be reading the whole thing i'm just going to read a portion from like maybe eight to drive across my points first peter 5 8 let's start from eight and it says be sober well i'm reading from the amplified be sober well balanced and self-disciplined be alert cautious at all times that enemy of yours the devil prowls around like a lion fiercely hungry seeking someone to devour but resist him be firm in your faith against his attack rooted established immovable knowing that the same experiences of suffering are being experienced by your brothers and sisters throughout the world you do not suffer alone do you get this so i just read from eight for context now in nine he's saying that this thing that you're going through you're not the first neither are you alone so many other people are going through it now this is where i'm really going verse 10 after you have suffered for a little while the god of all grace who imparts his blessing and favor who called you to his own eternal glory in christ will himself complete confirm strengthen and establish you making you what you ought to be praise the lord hallelujah there's a version i think it's the message that says that he will say to you that after you have suffered for a while that god will do what god will settle you yeah there's a version i think is either new living translation or something that puts it that way after you have suffered for a while god will settle you one of those versions so that's it there is a time of suffering peter peter himself is the rock he's here telling you that there is a time of suffering but god is not unkind neither is he unjust after you have suffered for a little while he will restore he will restore you that word that he has given you in private about your future he will confirm it in public but first of all you must endure that time of suffering that little time of hardness it's not village people you've not done anything wrong that's if you've prayed and found out okay you didn't do anything wrong enjoy it it's a process and for some people who have been called to ministry i believe that it is a, a process of training i believe that it is a training that is very much needed very much needed in the body of christ so don't start thinking that oh something is wrong with me nothing is wrong with you you are going through a process and you'll be fine 
praise the lord so another example of this season and of suffering is what job went through that's in the old testament job loved god so much he he was a, a man of god he was honest he was full of the word but still still things happen that's just life things happen things happen and you know some of his friends came and, and they were like oh job you you must have done something you must have done this you must have done that job was like god did i do anything and then he found out no you didn't do anything and then they they uh, his wife even told him curse god and that why don't you curse god there might be that temptation you know you're you're born again you're serving god and then it's like you see people who are not even christians going through things like there's this popular thing they always talk about they'll say that christian sisters don't marry early but that you know when people that are in the world you know they marry very early they have kids but that's sisters in church marry late <laughs> oh my god that is the most ignorant thing ever firstly what is the definition of late what is late i remember one time the spirit of god said to me that there is nothing like late marriage except maybe you made a mistake and you missed your season that's different but for people that are working in god's timing you are not late you married where you're supposed to marry even if it's at 45 that is when god has prepared you for the kind of marriage he wants to give you so there's nothing like you know late marriage no you waited on god and you married at the time that he has proposed for you for you as an individual that is if your mindset of marriage is is kingdom oriented if you realize that marriage is an assignment a higher assignment in the kingdom and you cannot just go into it anyhow because you think that you're now 25 or you're nearing 30 no it's god is not really looking at your age it's your readiness are you prepared for what he's going to give you so there's that in the in the issue of job his wife told him cause god and that this god that you've loved so much so you've lost your children you've lost them won't you just curse him and just die it's still the same thing today people will mock you i just i just want to tell you you are going to be mocked by people even christians in fact the chief the chief mockers are going to be christians maybe even your brethren in christ people you know in church they will use you to gossip say see that brother maybe they know you as a big giver in church see him upon all in giving see her every time she's giving why god no one give her husband eh? she'll be giving all her money to church people they will mock you but you cannot be deterred because you know who you serve you know who you're following and you know whose you are praise the lord after all that mocking after all that people will say to you i want you to keep in mind that there is a season of settlement when it will come you don't know but the assurance we have in christ is that certainly 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 definitely there is a season of settlement 
God was like that verse that I read, 1 Peter 5, 8 to 10. You are definitely going to be set to. That one is for sure. But we don't know when. Like the example of the story of um Abraham, yes. Abraham got a promise from God for a child. Abraham loved God so much. You know, yesterday I was okay, is the King James version of First Peter 5 8 that says that God will perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you is King James, First Peter 5, 8 to 10, King James Version. Yesterday I was studying my scripture and I was I, I love to read about Abraham, right? Because his pilgrim's life fascinates me. And as I was reading it, I realized that God called Abraham at 75, you guys, 75. God called, do you know how ridiculous it sounds? A 75 year old man saying that God called him and he packed everything he has, left the town that he knew, his family, everything. I'm sure they were quite influential in that area, left there and started living in tents and at 75 but is he not old but god called and abraham followed after that he received a promise a promise that would only come 25 years later can you imagine at the beginning i told you that what this suffering might be for some it's a season of long waiting you're going to really wait for that promise but in that stretch of time that you're waiting god is stretching you he's teaching you he's instructing you you would come out better for it praise the lord 25 years it took abraham from the time the promise was given to when it was delivered now some school of thought think that you know he might have delayed the coming of the child with you know the incident with hagar and all that but we don't know i don't think so i think that was just you know i've always said it that the devil is very forward when god promises something the devil will run ahead and give you something that is fake a counterfeit abraham you know made that mistake like so many people still do but god in his mercy still redeemed them praise the lord so 25 years abraham had to wait how long have you waited for your own promise that you're already losing faith, losing hope. Say, ah, has God forgotten me? All my service. Sometimes you might even start getting angry. Everything I've done. Ah, why can't why everything you've done? Did you do up to Abraham? Not that I'm discounting whatever you've done, okay? <laughs> but just check it. it. At 75. Imagine you being 75 and God tells you carry your bag. I'll send you to Kafan Chan. You'll be like, he did whine me. <laughs> 75, yo. And he moved. He struck me. I just opened my Bible yesterday, and that was the first line I saw. And Abraham was 75 when he left. I'm like, what? I've always known him, but yesterday it was like God like highlighted it to me so much, and I understood what manner of faith that man had, what he had to sacrifice, how inconvenient it must have been for him. But he followed. And he stayed and he he after all the sacrifices he waited 25 years for his own promise what of david anointed king and only became king after 15 years of sleeping in rocks and caves and using stones to do pillow 15 years he waited for this promise so the bible says that we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses whatever you are going through if you go through the bible if you read enough about 
great men and women that God has used, I promise you that you would find your own situation there and you realize that you're not alone. Like Peter said, that other of your brethren around the world are going through the same thing. So this is an encouragement for you to hold on. Ignore the mockery. When people mock you, go back to God and say, God, help me. Teach me to wait. That is a prayer that I have learned in my own season of waiting. Because, you know, sometimes, especially as young people, we can have this tendency of being impatient. We want to move ahead of God. I, Oh my God, I promise you the worst thing you can ever do in your life is to move ahead of God. Oh my God. The consequences is not even worth it. Let's take, for example, I don't even want to go into that because it's another matter entirely. But briefly, this issue of Abraham and Sarah and Hagar, Sarah, you know, moving ahead of God, that's what it gets you. She moved ahead of God, gave Hagar her slave to her husband. She got pregnant for real, but what came out of it? I, I have a theory that we are still we are still suffering the consequences of that disobedience, of moving ahead of God, of that thing that Sarah and Abraham did. Especially Abraham because God gave him a word. You are going to have a son with your wife and then he goes with the slave. But then maybe you're just trying to make his wife happy. <laughs> I get it. But then look at the consequences. Now there is a whole religion born out of you know the, the son of the bond woman you know the religion i'm talking about there's there are a whole tribe of people uh, some some weeks back the uh israel and palestine they were fighting each other about a strip of land they've always been fighting i i, I think that you can trace that enmity to this thing that abraham did imagine if it was only isaac who would be dragging land with isaac but then like it or not Ishmael is really legitimately Abraham's seed as well as Isaac. But then Isaac is the son of the covenant. But if they had followed God's timing and waited, there would only be Isaac. And then nobody would come and try to lay claim to a land that God had given to Abraham because it would be only Isaac, right? But now there are two sons. So even though one is the son of the covenant, the other child, if you look at it in some way, maybe by law or something, still kind of has a claim to that land by paternity, by blood. Yeah, it's kind of complicated. Let's not get into all that. But you get my point, right? No matter what you're going through, no matter how long your season of suffering, your season of waiting is taking, wait on God. It's it's just way better. (laughs) It's just far less stressful and most importantly it's so rewarding when god does show up he shows out when he does show up when he when the time has come to settle you oh my god your blessings will be so big so whatever it is don't allow mockery get you people are mocking you you will not marry Look at you. Whether you're a man or a woman, there are men too that they mock about marriage. Go and marry, okay? go and marry. All your mates, they married. Don't you want to have children? But then God has given you a word about the woman he wants you to be with. And she hasn't come yet. Or you've not gotten that green light to go ahead. Wait. Wait. We do not, we, we, we move by a different set of rules. Wait. Wait on God. Wait. Wait. The time for your settlement will surely come. 
finally i would like to uh, leave us with this passage of the bible still on this theme the season of suffering and settlement or the season of waiting and settlement here is paul talking to timothy and he says okay it's paul talking to timothy the same thing about you know this season of waiting and he's telling him to endure hardness endure suffering that long period of waiting endure it is for a reason is i'm going to be reading from second timothy 2 second timothy 2 yeah verse 2 it says the things from the amplified the things doctrine the precepts and the admonitions the sum of my ministry which you have heard me teach in the presence of many witnesses and trust as a treasure to reliable and faithful men who will also be capable and qualified to teach others now this is where i'm going verse 3 it says take with me your share of hardship passing through the difficulties which you are called to endure like a good soldier of christ take with you your share of hardship this is my charge to you take with you your share of hardship passing through the difficulties which you are called to endure like a good soldier of christ i told you that this waiting this suffering it, it might be a training god could be training you for a glorious future and you know god does not use any man he hasn't trained it could be a training and most times it is a training even though you have to wait your faith is being strengthened you're being taught to be absolutely reliant on god so it's definitely a training so paul is telling told timothy as i'm telling you today take your share of the hardship pass through your difficulties but you are being called to endure it endure the grace is available to endure until the time of your settlement why because you are a soldier of christ so you must go through these things hallelujah so that is the word today i i don't know who is for but i know it's going to encourage someone wait on god you know when you when you're waiting you might look like a fool you might look like a fool imagine abraham at how many years waiting for a promise he was a lord he was rich why couldn't he get any woman pregnant but he was given an instruction the, the the child had to come through his wife and i told you when god shows up he shows out imagine a 90 year old woman not only getting pregnant but even having the strength to bring forth a child my god that's just mind-blowing so abraham waited even though he you know he made kind of a miss but he still waited thank god and hundred finally his, his child came through so how long have you been waiting have you waited for up to 25 years wait on god wait it could be anything it could be a range of things don't let the mockery of people push you to you know to go out of god's way maybe god has given you a word wait hold on in that season you are not working you're not doing anything all god is calling you to is to prayer to study the word do it people around you might be like see i'm every time now so you go they pray now so so pray they pray they don't know god is probably preparing you for ministry or for a missionary life now so so pray they pray 
they speak in tongues, they don't go hear what, they don't go go find work. They don't know what God has told you in private. And to be honest, they don't have to know. You shouldn't bother yourself trying to, you know, convince people that, oh, see what God has. Nah, it's not their concern. They are not the ones that have been called. It is you that is called. It is you that has to make full proof of your ministry and your calling. It is you that has to go through that process, through that hardship. So go through it with dignity. Anybody that is saying anything, just my advice is to ask God to help you. Say, God, help me. That is my favorite prayer. Oh, God, send me help. Help me. Teach me to wait. Teach me. Help me to wait. In this season that you've put me, let me not move ahead of you because of what people are saying. Because I want to prove one thing. That don't even allow me. If I want to even go, just let the door just shut on my face. So I'll stay one place. <laughs> it's a dangerous prayer, but it's effective. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Like, like Paul said, you have to, for a season, it's not long. You endure hardship as a good soldier of Christ, but there is a season of sentiment. After the suffering, after the waiting, after you've endured the mockery of men, God is faithful and he will settle you. Praise the Lord. That's the word that I have for today. I know it has blessed someone. I have been blessed by it, which is why I'm sharing. I hope it encourages you to wait on God. Wait, 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 wait. Anything that say, eh, let it be, wait. You are not moving forward. Eh, that's what they think. Wait. <laughs> you know, when, when a tree, I think it's a bamboo tree, it takes its years to put its roots very, very deep. But in like a fraction of the time it takes it to put its roots deep, it can grow so tall. It can take you five years to put its roots down. But maybe in six months to one year, it will grow so tall, you'll be shocked. That could be your story. But you have to take that time to endure the mockery, to endure the ridicule, to you know, whatever people are saying. You know, there are some times that you can just know that these people, they are gossiping me. <laughs> but it's fine. Don't let it get to you. Look to God. He's the one that has called you. He's the one that has put you here. And if you trust him, after you endure the season of suffering, there is a settlement ahead of you. Praise the Lord. I hope this word blesses you. I hope it encourages you. And if you listen to it and you feel that there's someone that this word would encourage, please feel free to share it. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful week. Have a wonderful month. Until next time, bye-bye. God bless you.